Welcome to the Introverted Hippie Podcast, episode 68. Welcome back on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday. My name is Crystal Marie, and... And it's Trey, man. Let's get into these topics. Yeah, man. We have a lot of topics to go over this week, man. We got a lot of stuff to go through. Welcome back to the Introverted Hippie, guys. This is, I guess it's two hippies now since we have Trey invited to the family now. So, I guess it's going to be crazy, but welcome back to the Hippie Game. How are you guys doing on this beautiful, beautiful Thursday? How are your, How's your mental health? How are you feeling mentally? Hopefully, you're feeling okay, um, but let's get it crackalacking with these topics. So, let's start talking. So, I don't know if you guys have seen Benzino and 50 Cent and Coyla Ray. Everything has been going crazy on social media, but... I don't know. Like, how do you feel about seeing Bazzino acting crazy? The man was in love, man. Like that that video that um that video of him like getting arrested and crying. That that, like the energy that I was getting from that was it was giving. That's my cinnamon apple. That 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 was the energy I was getting from that man. Nigga said, "Out there, I did everything for you out there." I'm like, child. Yeah, like man, your Black Lives Matter when they're putting them in. Like, you know, wow. You got too much going on. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. But I, but I hope everything you got going on work out, man. Because, like, hey, love make you go crazy. Yeah, but it's just like, he's <laughs> been acting the crazy on social media. I've been seeing 50 Cent has been getting on him. His daughter has been saying that he need to heal offline. It's just it's just a lot going on right now with Benzino. Yeah, well, because, like, Coyla Ray trying to get her career popping. And Coyla Ray already getting on. She already getting clowns, so she don't want to get... Get get like an extra fuel for her haters. They're like, yo, man, look at what your daddy doing. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like, 50, 50 bully everybody. Pretty much he does. And it's like. Especially if you go approach him in a way. Like, you know 50 going to try to bully him. Right. And it's like he's saying Mr. Ratman and all this other stuff. I'm like, come on, 50, dog. Come on. Hey, hey, hey but Benzino did come out on the interview and said, like, yo, 50 Cent is hip hop's first snitch. So. Yeah. So, obviously, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah. Everybody know 50 Petty. <laughs> very much so. Very much so. I don't know if you guys have also seen that on social media that Megan Thee Stallion, she's going to be doing an interview with Gail King. On the situation that happened with Tori, and she was crying. It's just very sad. Oh man, I, I don't even know why she did this interview. Like when I was first told, I'm like, "Well, with Gail King, I knew it had to be like on some drama." And then when Crystal had told me, like, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be more uh, about the Tori situation," I'm like, "Yep, definitely drama." So mm-hmm. I, I guess everybody gonna be tuning in with that. Like me personally, I feel like she should have waited until after the court case mm-hmm. to do an interview about it instead of like. Before, because it, it might like that interview may complicate some things. But what do I know? I I, I just I, I'm just an average working dude. I ain't no lawyer now. So yeah, like I, I feel what you're saying. It just I feel like at the end of the day, like they don't need to be talking about that right now because they ain't even finished the case yet, and that just gives Tori Lanez more ammo to just be going in on her own line, and that's not what she wants. She already crying about it. Uh, oh, he gonna be active. Very oh, he gonna be active on them socials. Very much Bro, active. look out for them tweets when that video drop. So, I don't know if you guys have seen also the GQ interview that Future did. He looked amazing. I can say that. Future looked really great. Um, he had, like, a lot of designer on. I loved it, but... Basically, Elliot Wilson said that Future has been named the best rapper alive. Like, how do you feel about that? I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion about who the best rapper alive is. But I, I strongly disagree with it personally. But no, but but like they said, like people in Atlanta, they look at Future in a whole different light. Like people, like, like, like what 21 has said, like, man, they... Like they in Atlanta, they think Future is bigger than Jay-Z. But I'm like, bro, in what world y'all in? But if you're just within that bubble... 
that that's all you're gonna that you're gonna say stuff like that and then on top of that like I don't even think he really feels that way. I think he just said that for controversy and for more clicks on the article. That's just my opinion. I feel like that, too. I just feel like, me personally, I don't feel like Future is the best rapper alive. I feel like it's basically where you from, geographical. I don't feel like Future is like that dude. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, Future has, Future got a lot of hits. I can give him that. But, like, I just feel like it's not, Future is not the first person I will gravitate to as an Atlanta artist. I don't, that's, it, it, that's just that mm. for me. But, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it was for clicks, too. Like, because obviously, like, who right now is saying Future is the best rapper alive? Like, Future is not that consistent to say that. Like, how many projects has Future had in the last 10 years? Um, he, he did have that run from 2015, to two, like, when the mixtapes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, from, like, 2014 to 2017. Yeah, he was on a run. He was on a run, but like even between that run, there was a lot of garbage in between. But right. we just picked up like the biggest songs. Like we was we was getting hype off of Leia, March mm -hmm. Madness, um, Fifty Six Nights, um, mm -hmm. Codeine Crazy, mm -hmm. um, man, used to this. Like it, it goes on and on and on. Like my college years was future. So at one point in time, we were like, "Yo, turn on that future," and, right. and they got the party going. But even even at that point in time, he. Is Future a legend? Yes, but to put him as the greatest rapper of all time, nah, I, nah. I I certainly disagree. I just feel like it depends on where you're from, but it's just like with me, Future. Future not even in my top five. I'm not even gonna lie to you. He's not in my top five right now with best rapper lives. I, that's just how. Nah, I that's am. cool. That's cool. But like, would you put him in your top five with Southern rappers? I'll put my top five with Southern rappers. Top ten. Top ten. Top, top ten, 10 Southern. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I feel. I just feel like he he graced the GQ cover. One thing I gotta say that why are we making Julia Fox happen? Like, why is she on these GQ interviews asking Future does he want more kids? Like, Future literally said that if he get a wife, he'll have more kids. He said all the girls that he ever dealt with, he only gave him one baby. But if he'll have if he have a wife, if he give her two kids, that means that he really ready to settle down. Man, what? All right. <laughs> I, like, I just don't understand the logic. Like, I don't understand. I, I don't know what Future on. <laughs> I, I don't know what he's on either, but I don't know. Could we stop making Julia Fox happen? Like, she doesn't even go here. Like, please let her get out of here. Like, damn. Like, she's not even a part of the culture. Just because she dated Kanye. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Hey, 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 she bad, though. No, she's not. It was, what the raccoon eyes she had on when she was with Kanye? And she said she loved Kim. No, man, you idolizing my wife. Make it make sense. Yeah. Giving very much weird vibes to me. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a regular working Yo, class Julia citizen. Fox, man, you can get it, cuz. Yeah, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> um, so also, Pusha T did go ahead and do an interview with The Breakfast Club. Because if you don't know that Pusha T album is coming out soon, I'm very excited to hear it. And also, Kendrick Lamar album is coming out soon, too, guys. So, yeah, Pusha T said on The Breakfast Club that he had to push his album up a little bit because he heard that Kendrick Lamar is coming out. So, he wanted to make sure his numbers are steady. But he basically said in the interview that um, he and Drake is not cool still. And he doesn't gain anything by getting back cool with him. And he doesn't want to feature. He doesn't want to do music. He just doesn't feel like it's something that he wants to do. Like, how do you feel? I don't care for a Drake pusher. Like I don't care for a Drake pusher track. Like I, I, they, they styles don't really work together for me. And then for two, like 
they've they been in a 10-year beef and so much has happened in that beef and then like and then on top of that i don't even I, I, the feel is probably mutual on drake's side too like bro he literally damaged the brand and they had to hurry up and clean it up they, they, they like he almost bro he almost ended drake like adonis like bro he really he really <laughs> the story of adonis like he really did that and then he had the picture with drake and blackface <laughs> Like, yeah, and yeah, he had to go out on a whole press run about that. Like, yeah, he almost ended Drake. So, like, no, yeah, no, that, it was too much involved in that situation. Yeah, he exposed that Drake had a whole child. It was just, it was crazy. Like, he probably could get. Well, he did get back cool with Kanye, and then uh, for, for, uh, Drake is the only guy I know who pretty much squashed all his beef. So, who knows if they ever make amends with that? But I don't know. Yeah, Drake a kumbaya nigga. Like, he's very kumbaya, so he probably get back cool. He got back cool with Meat Mill, so you never know. Man, I would have never did a track with Meat Mill. I would have never did a track with Meat Mill either. Uh, after, after where Meat pulled, when he pulled, I would have never did that. Yeah, but. and then I think they made Going Bad after that, right? Yep. Yeah, I would never. I would have I would never but I would have never made another track. But, yeah, y'all. So, Pooh Shiesty is sentenced to five years in prison, but he already did like a year so far, so he may get out for good behavior, but how do you feel about it? Man, no, we lost a good one, man. He was was like the best one on that um new 1017 label like it's bad like we getting fugiano back so that's cool but um fugiano gotta show me some more because like um the only two songs that he showed that, that i really like from him was molly and trapper so and then pooh shiesty he was looking like um the biggest artist pooh uh pooh shiesty was like probably the biggest artist on 1017 that gucci had since flocka Mm, very much true. Very and I feel like the trajectory of Pooh Shiesty's career, he was going to be hotter than Flocka. Right. Like, like, but I enjoyed the Pooh Shiesty album. Like, Shiesty season, I played that all 2021. So to hear that he's going to be gone for like four to five years and he's going to lose his momentum because I don't think when Pooh Shiesty comes out, I don't think he's going to get like that same love that Bobby Shimurda has and even with Shimurda being out he, he still doesn't have that momentum that he had for 2014 so this is a real setback like yeah Pooh ain't gonna come back and I, when he comes back I don't think he gonna come back hot like Kodak or come back hot like Tupac I don't think it's gonna go like that it's not gonna go like that because he didn't have like he had records but it's not it's not like longevity of record like a like a long catalog that he had or discography like so that's why he not gonna come back with that momentum but I feel like Pooh Shiesty had a nice run, and I hate the fact that he started living his raps. It's like, it's like, damn, you fucking up your whole life trying to live your raps and be a street nigga. But like, damn, like somebody gotta have some sense. It's like, damn, like y'all really fucking up y'all whole lives just to live a life that you gonna be ending up behind bars. Like y'all not gonna be the next Lil Wayne, come back out and be super hot. Y'all not gonna be the next Gucci Man, come back out super hot. It's not gonna end up that way. It's just gonna end up in a situation. You might end up like Shine. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not gonna end up in a situation like you gonna still be the biggest artist alive. Like when he gets out, he probably gonna be like 27, 28. Mm -hmm. So it's like you don't waste the majority of your life in prison. And then by then, in four years, we are gonna be talking about some other dude from Memphis because some other dude from Memphis coming out coming out some other week. Like 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 on um, that dude y'all you told me about like a couple months ago on Big Boogie. Yeah, Big Boogie. Yeah, That's Big Power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that dude right there. He from out of Memphis. Yeah. Like a couple months out, and Yo Gotti still trying to um, expand yeah. the CMG Empire. Is S. Is ESTG? Is he from Memphis? Yes, so, ESTG. Yes. So it's just like a lot of a lot of artists coming out from Memphis. So it's like it's gonna be really hard for Pooh Shiesty to go ahead and get that momentum back because it's gonna be like, damn, you wasted five years. No, I lie. ESTG ain't from Memphis. He's not from. Memphis. He just signed to the, to the Memphis boys.
so he not from. But you still got money bag, but and you still got money bag. Probably got some artists that he trying to push too. So you never even know, and you never know. Key Glock might have some artists he trying to push too. Yeah. So like, you Big Thirty from Memphis, ain't it? Yeah, Big Thirty is. So it's just like it's a lot of different artists coming out, and they young, and plus you know it's a lot of younger artists coming out every day. So you never know. But like, I've I've. So sad about Pooh Like he was supposed to be the one. He was the one. Yeah, he was supposed to be the one. I just hated this from him. Oh, that man, that dude was the wave. Man, living your raps and you see how it end up. Five years, he might get out on some good behavior. They might push it like how they did JT, but he don't really. Only person that can really still push that is Gucci, because Gucci is just you know he the um he the label. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he the label CEO. So. We'll see how this go. I just feel like, me personally, I feel like in the next five years, little baby gonna be that dude. Oh yeah, he making all the. Um, I like. I had. Saw, I forgot what it, exactly what it was, y'all man. I, forgive me for that, but I had saw like um like little baby was on top of like some other investment with like Jay Z and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I see like he really trying to get on his mogul tip and mm -hmm. mogul tip instead of just being a rapper. I feel like nowadays more artists is out now that we getting more older and seeing how the how the old generation lost all their money by TLC with them three sixty deals and basically seeing how they was making all this money but they didn't get anything from it. All I'm seeing that like damn, I ain't trying to end up like that. Yeah. So basically, they want to do investments. They want to do more shit besides rap. Niggas want to be like. What's that dude? What's that dude from Memphis? They want to be like, what's that dude from Memphis that's doing a lot of shit? I don't even know. I don't even think he's from Memphis. And like, I don't know. Oh my God. He, he's on the tip of my tongue. Not Trey the Truth. It's another one. Not Trey the Truth from Houston. It's a, it's a, it's, he a rapper, but he got, a, he said something about Kanye by his wife. He was like, Kim Kardashian. It's like, your wife determines where you're going to go in life. Oh, I don't know that one. I forgot. Yeah, who, I don't know who, he a rapper. But like I don't know, but he turned. Who he made a song with Trina? I got an ass so big like the sun. Oh, I know that song, but I don't know who all it. Now we now we gotta find it. Oh man, y'all give me a moment, man. Give us a moment. We just gonna pause for a minute. Gotta find it. Okay, yeah, Killer Mike. Killer Mike does more. Killer Mike from the A. Well, well anyways, well, yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. well, I thought he was from Memphis, but anyways, <laughs> Killer Mike does more things than rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I just feel like a lot of these rappers are seeing David Banner. A lot of these rappers are basically seeing all that, mm -hmm. and they saying like, "Damn, I want to be like Jay Z. I want to be like this. I want to be like that. I want to have investments like Kanye." So mm -hmm. I just feel like now. The younger generation, I feel like when another generation comes along, Gen Z, they gonna have all the knowledge where they ain't even gotta go to college. They ain't gotta do none of that. Man, a lot of them boys hopping out to go to college now. I look at the youngest, man. Uh, hey, hey. Man, I tell the kids straight up, man. I'm like, bro, yo, if you ain't going to be a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, or or, or you going into tech or going into a field that you're gonna get hired straight out of college, I suggest for you not to go. Most definitely. I just feel like I don't feel like it's a waste, but I feel like that time me struggling in college, I literally could have been do doing something else productive with my life. Like, mm -hmm. I literally had to pay my way through school. Like, I'm saying, like, it's hard trying to find a job in your field, y'all. It's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and plus, if you want to do something that you love to do, it's, I just feel like college is always never the way. You can find another way out. Yeah. Because a lot of people are not even using their degrees. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, that was really on a tangent, but also I don't know if you guys have seen that Netflix is adding ads now, and a lot of people have been 
discontinuing their Netflix. I mean, that, that, that's, um, you should, okay, like, y'all gotta look at it like this. Like, when companies make decisions like this, like, um, people ask, like, well, why would they do that? Why would they do this? You mean, y'all gotta understand, like, um, Netflix is a publicly traded company. And what publicly traded companies do is they have to answer to their shareholders. And what does that mean? They have to make their shareholders money. So to make their shareholders money, they got to look for new ways to make money. And what's the easiest way to make money without charging y'all more? Get ads. Pretty much. Pretty much. That is the easiest way. So so that's the simplest way to um, answer it. Because they, they, I know they're looking at the data and they see, oh, Peacock got ads. Y'all still buying that. They see Hulu got ads. Y'all still buy that, right? Or um, what's that other certain? Where, where you watch Habit Elementary? Habit, well, um, Hulu. That's oh, that's on Hulu. Yeah, like all that. All that has ads, and y'all still even even Tubi got ads. And even Tubi has ads, and they seeing that if y'all don't want ads, they're seeing that some of y'all are willing to pay more, so you don't have ads. ads period. So that so Netflix is saying like, screw it, we just gonna give y'all ads, yeah. and then we gonna get the money because if we want to make more money as a company. Um, it's either we raise the prices or y'all watch ads. So they lost over two hundred thousand people from streaming, basically from their streaming service with Netflix. So I guess they feel like, damn, if we losing money and we losing a lot of subscribers, like this gonna make you lose any more because people don't want to pay I'm that. To see, if they losing subscribers and they making it back with the advertisers or making more with the advertisers on the back end, mm. they ain't really a loss. Uh, so I guess that's why. I guess that's why they're trying to do it now because they losing so many subscribers. So we'll see how this plays out in the next couple months in the next couple years y'all Man, streaming so, service is the new cable y'all pretty much like that's all we literally go to like literally when i get off of work y'all i'm not even gonna lie mostly what i do is either i listen to podcasts even podcasts has advertisements on there that's how they make money yep. they try to monetize themselves i've been saying this for years i'm like brother moment one of these streaming services figure out how to get live sports on their platforms it's gonna be over i know they say yeah hulu has yeah. live sports but it it don't really work how you're supposed to work i had looked at the package it don't really work how you think it works. Mm-hmm. Like I forgot the specifics on it, but it ain't it ain't better than like the Direct TV package. Yo, that was- when I had Direct TV, um, when I had Direct TV now, y'all, that shit was lit. But only thing is, that shit was like fucking seventy dollars a month, and it kept on going no. up every year. And I'm like, damn, that's just another bill. And that's what the streaming service is gonna be like when they when they figure out how to get live sports, and they already showing y'all ads, so. As the years go on, they're going to be charging more and more and more. Watch, we're going to be paying like $50 a streaming service. Period. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. But, yeah, y'all. So, let's get into some tea, I guess. I don't know if you guys have seen that DJ Envy wife, they did an interview with The Shade Room. And and she also did an interview with The Breakfast Club. Where, basically, she discusses that she hasn't had an orgasm in 10 years by her husband. Um, didn't um Envy try to clear it up on the Breakfast Club? What do you exactly say about that? He basically said, "Let's go. No, let's basically find a clip." We did an interview with the Shade Room, and the Shade Room, of course, only uh, posted a part of the interview, and this is the part that <laughs> he they said, posted. Of course, I'm sure so many women can relate. Like you want to reward that man for that work, and the only reward that you have to offer is an orgasm. But yeah. even if I didn't feel it. I would still be performative. So, yes, I was faking it. We got into, like, an argument, and then she was like, well, you know, I don't be having an orgasm. And I was like, what? And she was like, I don't. I'm like, no, yes, you do. I hear it. Like, yeah, ah, ah, ah. And then she was like, no, <laughs> faking it. I'm like, every time? And she was like, yeah. And then that just crushed me because I thought I was putting in work. Like, I, I'm sitting there thinking I'm, you know... Big Daddy Long Leg. <laughs> Big Daddy Long Leg. <laughs> I, I thought I 
was Mandingo. Even if you are Big Daddy Longleg, that don't mean that you're doing it right, okay? All right, so let's, let's, right? Open, up, let's open up the phone line. You ain't working that middle just because you Big Daddy Longleg. You got to know what you're doing down there. 585 We're asking, ladies, have you ever faked an orgasm? Man, that shit, wow. <laughs> <laughs> man, DJ Envy wild for that one. <laughs> oh, man, hey, man. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, I faked the nut before too. But, uh, That's crazy. How? How? I can like, I, I can actually see like if that bro, if that I condom, if that condom fill up. Like I look at it. No, I didn't do that, man. Like I, I, I had pulled out and then I had grabbed the condom real quick and threw it in the trash. I, I did it like one quick. I did, I did a sleight of hand motion and got rid of it. Damn, like, like, I ain't gonna hold you. This about to sound crazy, but I never orgasm with any dude I've been with. Like, I never have. So it's just like, I don't know how that shit works. I never feel, ah, ah, like DJ Envy said, but I never orgasm. So I don't know. Maybe I need Mr. Longleg with the good stroke game, but I ain't had that shit. But I don't know. I don't know. It's to each his own, but I don't know. I like to see a nigga nut. I, I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure. Like either gonna be either gonna be nut from head or it's gonna be nothing the other way around. We I gotta see. I gotta see that kind of fill up. You ain't about to play me like that. <laughs> no comments. No comments. No, 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 no. I had a comment on that, but I'm no comment on what you said. <laughs> no comment. But no, seriously though, like you don't think like these men are really pleasing a woman? Yeah. Damn. No, no, no. I really think no, no. Like uh, statistics say um, that 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 men don't um, I mean that most women don't orgasm during sex, and then like uh, and statistics all, um, also says that women are more likely to orgasm with another woman. Crazy. Oh, uh, and so that's what the stat says. So that that's not really surprising, but I don't think like. They might not be orgasm, but orgasming and not enjoying it is two different things. I think they're enjoying it, but they're probably not orgasming. Mm. Because the stats say, like, 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 a lot of girls ain't really reaching that. Right. Like, if the nigga ain't, you know what I'm saying? I haven't, so I don't know what that feels like, y'all. So I can't really, you know, comment or on that, whatever. But I just feel like sex-wise, you know, you always want to have a nice sexual... You want to enjoy the sexual experience with anybody that you with. So, I don't know. Y'all niggas is faking orgasms. We too old to be faking nuts and be faking was, orgasms. That was like seven years ago. I know, but we're too old for that That was now. seven we're, years ago. We're old. We're too old. Bro, man, that was seven years ago. I'm going to let you guys know. If you faking nuts and faking orgasms in 2022, you, you need, you're kidding. You're playing yourself. Like, what are you doing? If if she if she not doing it right, you need to let her know. If he ain't eating it right, let him know. He ain't hitting it right, let him know. You cause y'all making these man these male egos go up, knowing that they not hitting it right. So when they get to the next female, they be thinking like, man, I've been beating that bitch up, beating them walls up. Low, low key wasn't even hitting the surface of the coochie. Dang. So literally, y'all really gotta let your partner know when something ain't going right. Because literally, I like to anybody I had a sexual relationship with. I like to talk to them and tell them what I like. I'm not going to just be like, oh, oh, I like that. No, I need you to hit it like this. I need to hit that motion. You know what I'm saying? You're doing the most. <laughs> doing the most. Right but I'm just saying, that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. So I don't know if you guys have seen the interview with Ruby Rose. Um, she was saying how she likes gang culture and she thinks throwing up gang signs is cute. And she loves the color red. 
A lot of girls do that. Like, no, no, no. I know everybody want to get on her about that, but I know a lot of women that move like that. Like, I know a girl right now, girl, thick. <laughs> like, thick. And she a baddie, man. Like, she be in the club throwing up gang signs and shit. I be like, yo, like, what, what set you in? They're like, oh, no, I just, I just like throwing it because it's cute. There's a lot of girls that think like that. So if if a, if a real street bitch gonna come and like pop her ass, then what gonna happen? Oh no no, she gonna run away. <laughs> I don't think that shit cute because that's really somebody said. Yeah, man. When you don't live that life, it look like a game. I don't think life is a game. <laughs> no no no. no. When, when, like when you don't really like know like the meaning behind it and seeing people die behind it, like it's gonna look like a game to you. Yeah, I don't want to be yeah. saying that they smoking on my pack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, like, nah, like I just I don't I don't like, play them type of games. Like she don't have no emotional ties to it. So like I, like she explained it how she explained it. Obviously, you know what I'm saying that's how she feel. But she, I feel like somebody really need to educate her on gang affiliation and how that shit actually does work because if you do that shit in the wrong area yeah that's somebody life that's somebody life like you off with your head like it's it's nothing you can say about that because you caused it on yourself Mm -hmm. niggas take them shits very seriously very just very so i don't know i just felt like somebody really need to educate mamas so we watched the shack um, pivot interview um and it was really really good um and Shaq basically had a lot of gems that he was dropping in there. And I really love that he does a lot of investments. But the main thing that stuck out to me was that he was saying that um, he was the cause of all his problems with Shawnee O'Neal. I mean, shoot, man. When you in your 50s, man, and you looking back at your life, like, bro, you have to own up to your mistakes as a man. Like, he, he just did what, what a guy like at, at his age was supposed to. Like, any age. Like, if you're a grown-ass man, you just got to own up to your mistakes. But at that age... He can't just be like that back there, like, man, I ain't do nothing. Like, he ain't going right. to do all that, no. Right. I, like, I understand. Like, I feel like I love, it was the accountability for me. Because I just feel like yeah. a lot of people don't want to take that and own up to that. But, like, I just feel like he took that and was like, damn, like, I really did mess up. Like, and I had it all. You know man, what I'm saying? As a dude, you got to be accountable, man. And he and he held up that standard. As a dude, you, get, you just got to be. Like, like, when I talked to my own, oh, like, I, I even said the same thing. I was like... Man, I had problems in my relationships, but like, the, but I, I wouldn't say that all of the problems were on them. Like, I wasn't right. Like, I'll, I'll be his first. Like, yeah, I could have did this more. Like, oh yeah, it was going good. Like, it was going good until I talked to that other girl. Like, yeah, yeah like, I don't up to that. I got a slightly toxic um, perspective on that. I don't think none of the problems I had in any of my relationships were me. Um, <laughs> I don't. No, no, but if it's the truth, it's the truth. Like, I don't like you get so. what I'm saying? Like, I don't think like, so. like only admit to it if it's the truth. If it ain't the truth, don't say it. Yeah, no. like I'm gonna be super, super accountable, and I don't think any of the problems I had was me. To be honest with you, like everybody I ever dealt with on that type of time, it literally never was me. I was always, I'm always open and willing to understand for somebody else's perspective. Um, but it's just like sometimes it's just it, it is what it is, and sometimes people are not. People don't want to held held themselves accountable for their situations, and they feel like I don't know that people pe- people don't want to be accountable nowadays. Plus, we live in an area where toxic is so cute, so it's it's just it's just crazy. They rather be toxic than have like converse with you or communicate. So I I I really really love that that like he just took like yeah I fucked up, but you know what I'm saying I had it all, but I wanted to just be the man, you know. So that what it was. 
Um, but any more you want to say about the pivot interview? Because you really did like it, though. Man, I love that interview, man. That probably was the best one. Like, like that was probably the best one. Like, man, that thing had like a million views in two days. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Like, man, that yeah, man, pivot my favorite podcast, y'all. Yeah, pivot is the shit. I still, I ain't gonna hold you. I know Callan Kaepernick. He was on I Am Athlete. This is not a sports podcast, guys. But yeah. but like he was on I Am Athlete. I didn't really get to digress in it, but I did go and see the clips and. A lot of people were just saying how like they couldn't follow like Colin Kaepernick where he was going with it. Like they couldn't follow his footsteps. Like I want to kneel too because they got families to feed. I mean, yeah. Like they understood the movement, but like when you when you taking care of a lot of people, it's just like no. Yeah. So yeah, but um, how do you feel about that? No. What do you mean? Ain't no. Ain't nothing to feel. Like that's exactly how life works, man. You can't. Like yeah, you gonna stand up for a call. Like standing up for a cause, like comes with um some pain. Like like y'all gotta realize when the civil rights movement, and all that stuff was going on, people was getting thrown in jail for that. Facts. So you think you guys gonna stand up for something and go unscathed? You crazy? Right. You are crazy. Right. If Martin Luther King had the whole FBI on him, yeah, <laughs> like I mean, you could just imagine what can happen to you. Facts. Very much true. So, we got one more celebrity topic, guys, and we're going to leave celebrity news where it needs to be. But baby has had a lot of stuff going on lately. So, I'm going to just get into the first one. So, the baby basically shoots a trespasser that came into his house. React. Shoot, man. He did what anybody should have did, man. If you're defending your home, you're defending your home. Like, there is no fault there. There, there's no fault there. Like, what, what can you say about that? Like, you were supposed to let people, like, I mean, you know how many people died? Right? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you know, it's stand your ground law mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of states. I think it is in North Carolina also, because I know it is in South Carolina. But, um, and also the baby punches his artist that just took a charge for him last year. Oh, uh, now that, I, 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 we have to wait for more details on that to come out because before I can say anything about it, because like that is just a wild situation. They said allegedly now, I don't know if it's true, that they basically, he punched him because he feel like he told a man to trespass his house. It, yeah, that, that's what I heard too, but I don't think that's true because it ain't really, it ain't adding up, but because I'm like, um, why would he set that up? Like, right. Is like, he hating on baby? Or? What does he have to gain? He just uh, took a charge for you. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, that, that don't even make sense, but. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait for them to speak on it if they ever speak on it. I just know the baby PR team be having to go crazy every other fucking month. Oh, them boys get paid triple overtime because every he's week. always in some fucking shit. <laughs> like, let me work for the baby shit. I would love to be on your PR team, baby. I got you know I'm in marketing, baby. Hit me up. <laughs> but no, seriously, like it's crazy. Like I just feel like he's always into something. If it's not the if it's not with the baby mamas, like his his other baby mama, she don't be in it. No shit. Like the last one. Besides her and Danny Lay, but like he just always in some shit. Like he want to be a gangster. I understand he want to have a persona. Somebody said if um, Def Jam brought back Street Fighters, he'll be the hardest character to uh, be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he brought back um, on Def Jam fight for the, Yeah, man, he'll be. The, yeah, he got to be the final boss. He definitely got to be the final boss. <laughs> he be the hardest one to beat. But that is the end of our entertainment news, guys. So let's get into our music. So what have you been listening to this week? Oh man, I listened to the new Blast album and Blast and everything that Blast drops is dope. Like I never, I never been disappointed from a Blast song. I still, I, I still play the D Day on J Cole album, but like I kind of narrowed it down to like three songs I normally play. I play um, the Ghetto Gods freestyle with Two Chains, and um, get the, um, the Ghetto Gods freestyle, the Stick freestyle, and then it's the other one with Two Chains as well. 
And then I also listen to the to the Dom the Two Leaks as well. I, I listen to the um, the Happy with Kanye and Future. That song is hard, uh, is hard, but like from the songs I listen to on Donda Two, Donda Two isn't as good as Donda One. That, that, that that's my impression on it. But I'm gonna let y'all get to that. Yeah, um, yeah, you need better buy that stem player if you want to hit a whole Donda Two. You know mm-hmm. that shit like think two hundred dollars, two hundred three hundred dollars. Yeah, for stem player. Yeah. Um. Oh no, I'm, I'm playing them leaks, y'all. <laughs> they they on SoundCloud. I got them leaks, cause. But um, what I have been listening to, I love Tory Lanez has been dropping music every Friday. He is called Fargo Fridays, y'all. Um, he has a song called I Like. I really, really do like that. And if you don't hear about instrumental, I've always been listening to Bank It On Me by Gunna every day. I love that song. Um, it's like one of my favorites. I've been listening to a lot of Pop Smoke too. Um, get Back, I really, really like that. I feel like that makes me really want to get out of bed in the morning. Um, and also, I have been listening to a lot of Money Bag, yo. I've been trying to stop because I was trying to respect Dolph, you know what I'm saying? But you always can listen to both two Memphis rappers. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Money Bag, yo, um, is Gangsta Pain Deluxe. That album is fire. That's a great body of work. I listened to Through It Through, Certified Neptunes. It's French Kiss Picasso. Um, but yeah, like that's a great body of work. My favorite song is Clear the Air off that album. But um, but yeah, um, but that's all really I've been listening to. So that is the end of our music topic. So let's get into the show. So what have you been listen- looking at? I haven't been really watching TV lately, y'all. I've been playing my games. Yeah, like, I still have been looking at the same shit I have been looking at previously. Like, I've been looking at Atlanta. I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm so confused with this season. One minute, we're having, like, short stories. And then the next moment, we're having, basically, like, episodes about Paperboy. That's he's in France or some shit. I'm just confused. Like, make it make sense. Like, I understand. I don't understand what Child is just trying to do with these last seasons. Like, it was the last two seasons coming up. I don't understand. But hopefully, it, it adds all the way up when we look at all of it. I just started this thing on Apple TV called Roar. And basically, it's short stories kind of about women empowerment. Like, it's kind of like... What's that thing on Netflix um, that, like, it had all the short stories in there and it was kind of weird? Oh, Black Mirror? Yeah, it's kind of like Black Mirror. And it was an episode. The first episode was Issa Rae. And basically, Issa Rae was on there. Basically, it was a woman going missing. It's, like, it's basically showing how, like, she was a successful writer in L.A. And she was just getting her, getting into her bag and everything thing like that. And then her show, her book, her book got picked up by these writers, this TV production company. And they wanted to... They wanted to make her book into a, a virtual reality. Mm-hmm. And basically her book is like about stories of what happened to her dad and how her dad died. And they basically want to make a mockery out of black people of how to be black. So basically in the virtual reality, you're being a person can see how it feels to be black. And like she was just like, what the fuck? And like they was trying to give her buku buku dollars. Or the next thing you know, like she was saying how she felt about it, and they just wasn't responding. It's, it's very weird. And then next thing you know, like she just kept on disappearing, literally disappearing. And then next thing you know, like she's sitting down, nobody can really see her. And then she started crying, and somebody came back up to her, and he was like, she was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And the dude was like, you are, you do know what you're doing. Then everybody could see her, and then she starts speaking her mind. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of short stories on women empowerment, but I just started. Next episode is like with Nicole Kidman, but it's some weird shit. It's about it's another one. It's like a, a, a woman eats pictures, literally. I'm like, it's it's really weird, y'all. If you want to check out the short series, it's called Roar. It's on Apple TV, and literally it's weird. But it it it, 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 it like if you ain't got nothing to do and you need something to watch, watch that. I also been watching Snowfall. Like I told y'all before, 
The writing has gotten so terrible that it is just terrible. Uh, like how? Like on when people like I ain't really watching Snowfall, so I'm gonna catch up on it though. But like how when pe everybody's showing that viral scene of like bodies, 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 bodies. Mm -hmm. Like like how? How everybody praising that scene? It, it, it's just the scene. If, if you watch, the, if you actually watch the series, if you watch the first two two to three seasons, John Singleton kept it so concisive that you know what you knew what going what was going on every episode. Every episode in this season is something different. Why is people on LSD at a wedding? Like, why is it a tiger in the, in the scene? Like, mm. we're in the 80s. Okay. The 80s, the crack era. Like, why why, why is all this new like, new shit coming up? It's just weird. Okay. So, the writing has gotten very terrible this season. Then y'all brought a bitch that we never saw in the season. Now she's pregnant with his baby. Where was she in the last few seasons? Why did she just pop out the blue? Like, it's it just not adding up. Like, and now fucking... Um, his homeboy, he want to be like black empowerment. Like he was, he was on that gangster shit. Like it, it, it's just, it's just a terrible writing. If you, if you haven't seen Tommy, basically Tommy's the writing is Tommy is kind of exactly how the writing is in Snowfall this season. And Tommy is terrible. I'm sorry, like Fifty Cent. That I, I love you, Fifty, but that shit didn't get picked up for a reason for season two. The writing is terrible. How Tommy picking a picture saying this is my mama in the picture backwards. Make it make sense. It's not good. <laughs> um, and I've been watching The Ultimatum. I kind of stopped. I was watching it with my friends and I stopped watching The Ultimatum. But I'm never, I would never do a show like that. I feel like reality TV is just not for me. Um, especially not taking my significant other on there where he can date other people. Not doing that. But um, that's all I've been watching. Um, so let's get into the shit we don't care about or the shit that we do care about um shit that i don't care about is working y'all i don't give a fuck about working i don't want to work i want somebody to take care of me um i can't wait to get married married hopefully get married to vince staples i'm putting that in the universe every single time this pie <laughs> all right man something that i don't care about man i don't care about these prices on these new chicken wings dog it ain't tripping <laughs> but i had bought a pack of chicken wings from food line y'all they were 21 dollars. you should see the oxtail oxtail is expensive as fuck how much oxtail cost it's shit like 35 like 15 35 i think it's shit like 25 actually bro man i'm gonna be like you ever seen that viral um video like man the cubs was stuffing meat in the jacket yeah bro that gonna be me like it's crazy i seen a tiktok where a woman was stealing meat out of i forgot what grocery store and she's just throwing the meat in her car and a woman the girl the woman from the grocery store trying to stop her but bitch wasn't moving fast fast enough Oh, for y'all employees, shout out to the employees who let me steal, Loki. Stealing, get your ass caught up. No, no, no they, they be letting me do it. They be like, man, I don't care. I ain't gonna hold you, y'all. I used to steal from, uh, I used to steal water from Kroger, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know how you put, like, the, 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 the <laughs> you know how, like, like you, And they be having no front. Yeah, and you just ride off. If they don't say nothing, bitch, I ain't saying nothing. I'm, I'm getting that photo out of that water. Like, what you talking about? Like, no, like, like I said, if they would say something, bitch, I got my card. I can pay the fuck, but shit, if you ain't saying that, bitch, I ain't saying nothing. You have. But, um, yeah, y'all, that's the shit we don't care about this week but um let's get into a life update i'll let trey go first man our life is the same man i, <laughs> I go to work and go home man i like bro I, I feel like i'm in bro i feel like my life is in a reap is in a loop and i can't escape it i'm trying to escape it y'all all right you feel like you're in a um what's the thing called you feel like you're in a um what this pandemic everybody was calling the pandemic you feel like you're in a um I forgot what that shit called. A panoramic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a pan I'm <laughs> <laughs> It'll come to me later. But 
but um, literally, um, life update, y'all, because you know your girl is about to be fun employed. So this is the last week of me working at this job I fucking don't like. Um, it's just the work culture just wasn't for me, y'all, and that's just what it was. And you know, I feel like at this big ass age, I'm tired of working jobs. I don't feel like I'm gonna have any longevity to. Um, and I just really want to be with a company that basically understands diversity and inclusion and understands a great culture and work environment and like uh, that's where i want to be at in the next few years man like and I, i've been doing a lot of job interviews y'all pray for your girl because your girl need a j-o-b but um other than that life is going all right though i'm living i'm breathing your girl had like a little 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 tat like you know a little anxiety a little tack you know what i'm saying she was stressed the fuck out she you know she wants to do her life but I'm getting better, back and I'm better. So bless the highly favorite I'm living. I gotta think positive because if I don't, then nothing is gonna get better. And I'm here, I'm breathing, God willing. We can bring out content to you guys. We got a host, two hosts now, Trey Beasy. So that is a blessing. Y'all, if you could see him right now, he is like giving me the eyes. Like he's rolling his eyes at me right now. Oh, like, yeah, 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 like, y'all. Yeah, but yeah, he don't yeah, he don't realize what he put he putting in, he joining something and putting in work with our hippies that y'all once once we get up in here, we gonna have a lot of shit going on. We're gonna have merch. We gonna have, we're gonna be doing tours, and he gonna be like, oh, I'm be like, yeah, nigga, I told you so. He, like, like a, he don't he don't trust the vision, y'all. What? Oh my god, you really about to do that? You, I never said I did not. Oh, I never said I did not. So you gonna lie to these people and say I did? You, I don't, bet. you don't trust the vision? I do trust the vision. Okay, you better trust the vision. Oh my god. Oh, we trying to do shows out here. You know what I'm saying? And we trying what? to get, your girl trying to marry Miss Staples. I am not a Debbie Donna, y'all, man. I encourage all my friends and support all my friends. As y'all can see. But, but yeah, y'all, that is the end of our life update. Um but yeah, so question of the day. But y'all, like I said, if you guys have any like questions, you always just send your questions to the introverted hippie podcast at gmail.com. But the question of the day is who are your top five favorite rappers, dead or alive? I'm going to let you go. J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, um, Lil Wayne, T.I. Mm. Mm. Five, oh, five tough. Five tough. I thought he was about to say five or four. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Kanye West. Top favorite rappers, dead or alive. Um... I would say, mm. no, I, I take it back. Drake, I don't know how I forgot my boy. Yeah, I forgot my boy. Drake. So I would say right now, top favorite rappers that are alive. What I personally listen to, Kanye will be my first because y'all, I'm a huge Kanye fan. Um, then I would have to say J Cole. Then I would have to say Drake. Um, then this is just the people I listen to. Um, then I would have to say. Mm. Dang, I don't know who would be for. Who do I listen to as a rapper? I would say Biggie, but big, and then I probably would say Pop. All right. Yeah, that's my top five. Top five dead alive right now. Um, and so yeah, y'all, this is the end of the podcast. So if you have made it this far, what we like to do is release negative and toxic energies to release music every week. We always be having some vibes for you guys to ride out too so what is gonna be your release music trey man but give me that snow aguilera oh he y'all he's trying to go to a concert with snow aguilera yeah man yeah man 
Yo, you know, since the girl put him on that Tyler concert, now he just want to go to concert all the time, like, and without a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Man, I ain't gonna lie, I do, man, wait, y'all, I, I ain't, like, see, since you want to call people out, I invited her, y'all, y'all want me to leak these messages, <laughs> I invited her and she ain't even text back. I'm like, you know your girl ain't got no job right now, but when she get a job, she can go, but you know, we trying to wait and see how the rest of the week go, and if it goes well, we can get a J-O-B. But yeah, so we're going to play Snow Allegra in your eyes. I'm going to play Little Baby right on because I'm really feeling that song. So yeah, y'all. So we're going to release those negative toxic energy to their release music. And we're about to end the pod. So Trey, do you have anything else to say to these people? No, I'm good. So guys, we'll see you again next Thursday. Um, hopefully we have some more positive vibes and energies for you guys. So, But love you guys. And thank you for tuning into all the hippie shit. So peace. Love and light. Bitch, your boy wants some more, nigga.